You may or may not know, but the SAP Cloud Platform SDK for iOS 2.0 is here. Let's speak to somebody who will inform us about the new changes. Hi, I'm Ian Thane. Welcome to another SAP Code Talk. And welcome to Andreas Slosher. Hey, Andreas, thank you for joining me. Hey, Ian, good afternoon. Glad to talk to you again today. Excellent. So we hung out off a while ago now where we, we told everybody about 1.0. We're now at 2.0 as of, I think it was last week, wasn't it? That's right, yeah. Uh, this time it took us a week after the Xcode 9 release to to also release our SDK 2.0 version um, that is now compatible with Xcode 9, um, compatible with iOS 11, and brings quite a couple of new features to, to the developers. Um, what we also released at the same time, I just want to mention this briefly, is we also released a patch of the 1.10 Service Tech 2 version of the SDK as well. So if you prefer to stay on the old version of the SDK for just a couple of weeks longer, uh, just make sure that you download the latest patch of, of this uh, 1.2 SDK, and you can also use that with Xcode 9 as well. And you have got a blog on on uh, on the SAP for that. So if you want a little bit more explanation, uh, we'll make sure that uh, there's a comment uh, about that. But let's hit the ground running with regard to the uh, the SDK 2.0. Give us a run through some of the features. All right, no problem. Um, so I think the the most Visible improvements that we made are to the assistant uh, and some changes that we made to the UX of the assistant so that it looks a bit more like other macOS applications look like. You will notice that in the settings uh, account preferences configuration screen, we've cleaned this all up a bit. And you'll also see that there is two new cloud integration capabilities that we have added to the assistant showing up in the screen as well. One is that we are now integrating with the Cloud Platform API Management Service. Mm -hmm. And the other is that you're now integrating with the Translation Hub functionality as well. Um, so once you have configured your API Hub and or Translation Hub service in the um, preferences of the Assistant, the Assistant can connect to the API Management Hub um, on, on the cloud, and you can browse your API catalog there, and you can consume existing APIs through the Assistant in your apps and get the mobile services configuration done for you. Uh, even if you don't have your own API Hub instance on Cloud Platform, you can also go there and you can browse the SAP API Business Hub and uh, check out all the APIs that SAP is publishing there for trial purposes and consume them in, in your apps as well. The Translation Hub is also a quite nice feature because, I mean, ultimately everybody wants to get some translation into their apps, even though initially you will probably always do it all in English or all in German. And there's a nice cloud service um, on on SAP Cloud Platform that does translation for you and that understands business domain and make get the appropriate terms translated for you. And the assistant is nicely integrated with that service now, so you can just ask the assistant to read your Xcode project and extract your strings, your localizable strings from the Xcode project, send it up to the cloud, hang tight a bit, get the translated file back, and the assistant will then feed the files back into your Xcode project so that you then have your strings translated. So two quite cool things that we added to the assistant in terms of integration. I mean, I, I think that's cloud capabilities. I think that's absolutely super because, you know, one, for work, working for like 13 years for an American company where every demo was in English and there was no internationalization at all. Uh, and, you know, and the fact now 
we we need to make sure, especially as as um, as mobile app developers, we need to make sure that we cover all the uh, all the languages that we can. I think that is is really super. And by the way, I'm just going to quickly say a bit of a plug for developers.sap.com. We we did have a tutorial about using uh, the translation hub, uh, and we will be updating it uh, along with the other tutorials that we have to two zero. So uh, just a little. Uh, um, plug for us guys as well so that I mean that so that that's great what about um, uh, the other side I mean let's let's go from the SDK assistant to Fiori uh, so, right. so the SAP Fiori mentor app what, what's changing around about there right yeah I mean the, the mentor app is of course um, to the Fiori UI kit um, so if you go now and to the app store and download the latest or update the latest to uh, iTunes uh, from iTunes to your iPad, you'll see all the new controls that we've added to the UI framework. There's, there's new stuff around KPI views, header views. There's support for maps, being maps uh, being compliant with the Fiori file design guidelines. Uh, we've also added additional capabilities to the foundation and uh, data frameworks as well, based on you know closing a couple gaps that we had there. Um, I would say the biggest improvement on the SDK framework side is that we actually added support for the new for, for onboarding flows into an application. There was uh, there was huge demand for this from developers uh, who also who have been used with two previous SDKs that SAP delivered maybe um, that we did ship all the different bits and pieces, the UI controls and the foundational aspects that you can get the onboarding done in your app. But it was still quite a bit of coding involved to get the pieces all together in the way that you needed it for your app. Mm -hmm. So we are now shipping a new framework called SAP Fiori Flows um, that includes pre-built blocks or steps that can be used to implement an onboarding flow into your application, which is really literally just a couple lines of code, which is a huge improvement because by just pulling in these couple lines of code, your app will automatically you know, have some bootstrapping involved where your app will read configuration from the internet or from a local file or from the device, managed device profile. Uh, the app will automatically do the user authentication. It'll handle the, the credentials properly and store tokens reasonably away so that they can be pulled up and used later again. And the app will also automatically be protected either by Touch ID, which is the preferred way, or by an app passcode, which might be required in multi-user scenarios. And this whole thing is highly configurable, highly flexible, highly extensible. But in the default settings, with just a line of, couple lines of code, you can really get an app going really, really fast. Um, if you want to check it out, there's quite good documentation on it. Also, the new apps that the assistant generates will use this new onboarding flow, so, so you can also just generate an app and look at the generated code to understand this feature better. Um, so yeah, that's really, really cool stuff that we've added there. And I do understand, actually, going back, we'll just sort of jump back to the assistant again, that the uh, the, the code, the app that's uh, that, that's uh, generated by the, uh, the assistant slightly changed as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we did hear the feedback from from many developers that it was not very straightforward to understand and follow the generated code, and in particular, it wasn't very straightforward to work based on this based off this existing generated application that we produced there. So we did refactor the whole thing. We now have separate storyboards for each of the screens that we have. There's less implicit dynamic dynamic changes in there. Uh, which we had there originally for other technical reasons. Now it's a lot easier to use, a lot easier to extend, and also a lot easier to build on top of what we produce. Yeah. Excellent. Now you mentioned about getting feedback. So just in closing, though 
guys, don't worry, we are going to have Andreas back another time later. But just in closing, can you share any sort of feedback? So obviously, I don't want it tied down to any customer, but you know, some of the feedback that came from one zero. Yeah, sure. I mean, we did uh, do quite a couple events with developers locally across the globe. Uh, we have these hackathons and code jams where people get get to use the SDK, which are usually a structure that we give a pre-presentation, the overviews, uh, explain what the SDK is, and then there's a challenge where developers build applications based on the SDK. And there's been amazing outcomes of these because what, what we heard many times is that uh, it is just so much more productive with the SDK to consume more data services now with the proxy generation that we have built in there so that you don't need to handcraft all this code to integrate with your backend system. That seems to be a huge productivity gain for, for all developers who, who've done OData SAP backend integration in the past. So that was really great to hear. Um, people love UI controls as well because it helps getting a consistent Fiori UI design experience in your app. And uh, overall, I think what we learned also from not only from these code jam developer events, but also from early adopter customers who use the SDK is that taking aside the effort that need to go into backend development and integration and security and all that stuff, which usually always takes time, we had early adopter customers who were able to just migrate an existing app that was built with another SDK to the new iOS SDK within just five days and they had an offline enabled app uh, available and running, given the fact that all the backend was ready. But I think it's still an amazing result that they could do this in, in just a couple of days with a new SDK. Um, and, and we had other similar stories where people were really successful with with doing that, uh, using the SDK and integrating very efficiently. Um, one big gap that we closed is this onboarding stuff that I already talked about. Many people com com well, mentioned the fact that it's, there's, there's a gap that we should close, so it's closed now in September. Uh, we, we are working to close another gap next year. Uh, many people see you know, the nice charts and KPIs and, and, and uh, uh, different many mockups and, and uh, screens and PowerPoint presentations. We are working right now on getting the design specified and nailed down for these things. And going forward sometime next year, we will definitely also deliver new UI controls for, for charting, which I hope many people will appreciate as well. Excellent. Sometime in the future, you know, we're not being, we're not saying when, but sometime it's it's being looked at, guys. Obviously, it would be uh, be well welcomed. Andreas, thank you so much for joining me. We are going to have you back, and we're also going to have back some of uh, the, the uh, mobile engineers that have spoken to me in the past. For updates on other parts of the SDK and uh, congratulations of shipping 2.0. Thanks, sir.